Welcome to the Life's Like This podcast. I'm your host, Emily Allen, and we're going to dig into the everyday highs and lows of my life and life experiences, as well as the life experiences and highs and lows of some amazing guests. So let's join together and get through life and also celebrate life in the Life's Like This podcast. Alrighty, so we are going to just jump right into it. I am talking this week about friendship. Um, when friendship goes sideways, when friendship goes right, how to make new friends, what to accept in friendships, lots of different things. Um, but first I just want to talk a little bit about my life updates and I do want to warn you, I am a little unhinged in this podcast, so try to bear with me. Um, I'm coming from a place of a little bit of frustration with some things that have happened lately And so usually I'm fairly happy and I'll try to like keep this episode as light as I can, but also it's hard when you're talking about people who have betrayed you and or people who just don't care about you anymore. Um, But first, some life updates. I am on my own this week as Ty is on a business trip with his company um, across the country. He's having a wonderful time. I'm chilling with the dogs at home just been doing my work, been hanging out with my family, seeing some friends, uh, just getting shit done. So yeah, it's been a good week of just doing my thing and getting the house cleaned up, all those, you know, usual chores that you put off. Um, and I think in my boredom, I got a little overzealous maybe. Um, I've just had this friendship that for a long time, the friend has not well, to be real honest, the the friend ghosted me pretty much. Um, And this is a friend that I've had since I was really young, a friend who was very, very close to me for a long time, a friend who I supported through many really traumatic life experiences, both the loss of someone very close to them, and then also just involved them a lot in um, big life events for me, getting engaged, getting married, um, getting a new home, And I was really frustrated because a couple of years ago, after we had gotten married, Ty and I, and gotten um, into our new house, I had seen this friend a little bit here and there, and I would keep reaching out, keep asking how she was doing, asking what was going, you know, what was going on in her life, and she just would not, like, she just kind of stopped responding. And it was so strange because this person, as much as, like, our friendship had kind of fluctuated throughout life, we had been in a really, really good place, or so I thought, for a long time. Um, And so I kind of just was really confused as to how you can go from being someone who's really, really close to me in a lot of different ways, and I'm talking closeness, like, working together and, you know, having them in your wedding and just, like, a lot of different um, close things that you just don't share with anyone. Um, I just didn't understand how you can go from that to then all of a sudden never talking to someone again when we had not had any fallout. Um, And so it just, it felt really like a betrayal to me. Um, And as a Scorpio, I don't totally lean into my, into astrology. I definitely think there are a lot of things that are accurate. I don't study it deeply, so I don't know everything, but I do know Um, a few things about my own sign and about other signs and for me as a Scorpio one of the biggest things that matters to me is just trust and being able to trust the people that I'm around 
Um, and I get a very quick reading on it, and usually I'm pretty accurate about people that I can trust, and I feel like this friend kind of bamboozled me into thinking that she was a trustworthy person when really she was just in the friendship for herself and for what she could get, what she could benefit from by using me. Um, and I never like to just tell a one-sided story Obviously, this is just me talking about it. So again, there's of course bias. There are of course things that everyone does in a relationship that matter. Um, but we literally went from hanging out one night, we went golfing, we had a great time, got dinner afterwards, had a really nice dinner, gave her a hug goodbye, said, I love you, I'll see you soon, let's get together again soon, and nothing after that. I would invite her to come over to the house. I'd invite her to hang out with our friends. I would ask to just see her in general. I'd ask her, how are you? And again, time after time after time, no response. And it's like, how do we go from having a really, really nice dinner and time together to all of a sudden, you just never talking to me again? Um, and it was all this that really built up in my brain and my mind just over a lot of time. And finally, my kind of last straw was when my birthday came around because we had, you know, the last time we saw each other was like March or April. And finally, my birthday comes around in October and I am figuring, you know what, she hasn't responded to anything, you know, maybe she's just been busy. Let me just invite her to my birthday. Let me just see if it's my birthday, like as a friend, you'd think she'd probably at least try to go to your birthday. Like even if she didn't want to see you that much, like, even friends I don't see all the time, like, if they invite me to my birth or to their birthday, like, I'm going to show up for them, and so I invite her to my birthday, and she never responds, not, doesn't respond to the invite, never says happy birthday, comes and goes, like, the birthday comes and goes, and I just don't really know what to do or say. I mean, again, this person was a really, really close person to me not even a year ago and so it just felt so out of pocket nothing had happened to to make me think like I tried to rack my brain so many times of like what could it be what could it be like what did I do or what was said like I you know we hadn't even really had a night out like it it wasn't like I didn't remember something that happened um and so I just kind of gave up after that point I was just like well doesn't seem like you really want to be friends with me and I've, I've kind of tried to get to this place in my life like if someone doesn't want to be around me I'm not going to beg for their attention I'm not going to try to sit here and show someone my worth I just don't think that that is I just don't think that that's fair to me and honestly it's like not everyone that you lose is a loss and I think that for me, like, the people that don't really care about me when I've shown them care, they're not a loss. Like, they really don't care about me, you know? Like, when they always say, like, when people show you that they don't care, you have to believe them at some point. Um, and I was just kind of at that point of, like, okay, she doesn't care, and I just have to believe that. Um, and so, and again, this is, like, a childhood friend who I'd been close with for a very long time. So, to think about the fact of all the things we had been through and think about her just not caring about me... I mean, because really, like, do you really care about somebody that you won't respond to ever in a year plus? It's like, I don't think so. You know, it's like, it doesn't really seem like you ever cared if you're just going to drop me with no explanation, no conversation, no even just the opportunity to either explain your position or, like, 
help me understand what I did to you, um, which is just really frustrating and upsetting in so many ways. Um, so fast forward to now, it had been a couple of years, almost well, a year and a half at least since my birthday had come and gone. And I just kind of decided like, you know what, I need to figure out how to pull this knife that's been in my back for a long time out and just be able to lay it on the ground and let it rest. Like I just had felt so betrayed and I just didn't know how to move on from it really because I just wanted some sort of closure. And so I decided that I was going to text her and really just try to get to the bottom of this. And I text her again, doesn't respond. I'm like, are you serious? Like, can you just say anything? So I text her again the next morning because I'm like, anything. Just say freaking anything. I don't care whatever it is at this point. Like, it is what it is. You obviously don't want to be my friend. Like, I deserve people who want to be my friend, not someone that I have to chase down just to have, like, a conversation about what was bothering them because, obviously, I'm clueless. I have no idea what was bothering you. You just never talk to me ever again. And so I just, um, I finally got a response from her, and it was basically just a complete and utter tale of bullshit, basically telling me that she only wanted, or the only time I ever wanted to hang out was in, involving, like, alcohol or other friends or and I had replaced her and I was like oh my god okay I'm like talk talk about projection here <laughs> I'm like oh so I I only wanted to hang out when there was alcohol around I'm like well I did invite you to parties which are probably going to include alcohol but it doesn't mean I never invited you to do other things doesn't mean that I never invited you to go to that golf um, outing or to go to dinner or just to generally come over and hang out like and I was the only one doing the inviting like it's hard to it's hard to know what you want to do if you're number one not even gonna invite me anywhere and or respond to me like what how am I supposed to know what you want to do I can't read minds and then of course since she got a boyfriend which I'm all for a new boyfriend I'm all for happiness I'm all for sobriety I'm all for positive change but when this person gets a boyfriend, it's basically just like all it is is the boyfriend to them. And the only validation that is good enough for them is from a man. And unfortunately, she has a track record of ditching me and other friends as soon as she gets a boyfriend. And it's like, oh, funny, funny how you didn't want to, you, you know, use your excuse as you didn't want to hang out with my friends in air quotes, my, my friends. But then it was fine. You were fine hanging out with them when you wanted to get with them, right? Like when you wanted to date them, when you wanted to date several of them, it was totally fine then. Or when you were fine hanging out and coming to a Halloween party the year previous. Or it was fine when at the wedding you were having a great old time and enjoying yourself and took one of them to your room afterwards. Like, oh, oh, I forgot. Those are my friends. And I replaced you with them. It's like, replace you? I'm like, how can I replace you when I'm the one reaching out to you? When I keep you front and center in my life and when I keep trying to engage with you and you won't respond. Like, it sounds like really what you did is replace me with your new boyfriend. It's like the audacity to even claim that she was replaced. I'm like, hmm, with with who? Like, who were you replaced with? And it's it's like, come on, we're not in middle school anymore. Like, we're grown ass women. If we women, like if we cannot have multiple friends 
and not get jealous of the other friends. Like, I'm sorry, I do not have time for that. I do not have time for that. Like, I have the most amazing, successful, kind-hearted friends in the game. Like, all the friends today that I have are incredibly talented, well-educated, smart, hardworking, driven, like, just really, really badass women. And it really makes me angry to think that I even allowed myself to stoop so low and continue to be friends with someone that really, like, not only isn't really any of those things, but also just continued to treat me like absolute shit when I gave so much of my life and time to them for so many years and forgave them for so many things that they did just they that their bad behavior really like just overall um and I think it's just really telling to me it's like okay so now now you're gonna claim to be jealous of my my other friends that I made well you had ditched me the first time when you moved and had a boyfriend and then oh well now you come back and you need friends and you need a job and you know you want to be my friend because it's convenient for you and I was watching John Wick for the movie the other night um, with Ty and we were talking about, or we were just watching it because we hadn't seen it yet and we loved the John Wick movies. And one of the characters was talking to John Wick and it's one of his friends and John Wick says to him, I'm really sorry that I've put you in this position of difficulty basically. And the friend says, friendship means little when it's convenient. And that really, really stuck with me. I think I'll remember that phrase forever. Um, and I think it allows me to really review my friendships and make sure that I'm being the kind of friends that I want to have. Because truly, I don't want friendship only when it's convenient. And for her, it was not only when it was convenient, but it was when it was better for her. Like when she benefited from it. It wasn't the kind of unconditional love where I just love you, I'm there for you, I want to be there for you no matter what. It was... I only want to be there for you when you provide value to me for the things that I want, which is really more money and or a better living situation and or a boyfriend, a partner. Um, and it's just really telling to me the kind of person that can act like that and take advantage of the people around them. And it's kind of a wonder that she really doesn't have any solid friends. <laughs> and it's like, well, you're not going to have any solid friends if you continue to ditch people for your boyfriend. And... So we just kind of, we, we ended it on, you know, not great terms. She texted me the fakest, I wish you the best text. And I was just like, are you kidding me? You wish me the best? I'm like, no, you don't wish me the best. You couldn't even barely say anything to me. I had, I had to reach out to you five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different times for you to even respond. Like, if you truly wanted the best for me, you could have just come to me and said, hey, I'm trying to get sober. Like, can we do things that don't involve alcohol? And I would have been like, absolutely. Or, hey, I'm into different things now than I used to be before because of X, Y, Z. In air quotes, really, her boyfriend. But whatever. I, I, I wasn't going to shame her for it. Like, if you're into something because your boyfriend doesn't know, cool. Like, that's part of growing and part of, like, learning and getting to know your partner and doing other things and, like, broadening your horizons. And so, you know what? Fine. Like, if you told me you wanted to do this, like, and invited me, I'd absolutely try to make it a priority because obviously it's a priority to you and I care about you as my friend. And it's just so stupid that she was the one that never wanted to just involve me. 
And the only thing that mattered, you know, because I wasn't a man, I wasn't going to be her partner. My validation, my care, my support never mattered. It, it never mattered to her. And if it did matter to her, she never would have left me in the dust like this. And it just, you know, it really um, has taught me a lot about who you let into your life and who you can trust in your life. And again, just the kind of friend that I want to be. And I hate to even like really be shedding light on this. Um, but I think it's important because I think it's important to know that friendships are really going to change over the course of your lifetime and not just friendship but familial relationships and your partnerships like all relationships have an ebb and flow to them but I think that there's a lot of things that qualify like a really solid friend and I kind of want to shift into that because like shout out to my friends my true friends who know who they are um people that are there for me every single time that something happens um, and they're also there for me, like bad happens. And then they're also equally, if not a thousand times, you know, more there for me and excited even like when I have something amazing that happens. And the people that never fail to make me feel celebrated and supported and confident and amazing about myself. And I hope that I do the same for them. I hope that I am able to give them that up, up, uplifting feeling and that they know that if they needed to talk about something, I'm always there for them to listen. Um, and to talk through things with and I think to me like really being a good friend is not only reaching out and inviting people to do things but just making them feel included in your life being vulnerable with them you know I'd consider like this level of vulnerability on a podcast like I'm usually I'm usually definitely more private but I feel like with a podcast I with this podcast specifically, I just want to be really vulnerable. I want to be able to talk about the things that really hurt me and, and also the things that really excite me. And I feel like without that authenticity, you lose a lot uh, because then they're just words. They don't really have any meaning behind them. Um, and so to me, like, I, I want to be vulnerable like this with my friends. Like, I want to be able to just tell the people that I love anything that's hurting me, anything that's, that I'm excited about. Um, and I want them to do that for me, too. And I think being a great friend really means the celebration of your people, means the support of your people. And it also means telling them when they're wrong or telling them when they can do better or telling them like that you just that you want to be there for them, even if you're making them mad and being able to have a conversation about that. Um, and I think I really value the level of communication that I have with my friends, and I hope that if any, like, if I truly hurt any of them, that they would tell me, because I never want to be a source of pain for someone, like, I truly, the good you give me is the good I give back to you multiplied, that's really how I feel, like, I'm a mirror for your energy, whether it's good or bad, but when you give me good, I like to, I like to magnify it, I like to make it 5,000 times bigger and better, I want everyone that comes into contact with me to feel happier and lighter and like they've had more fun and that that they have someone that cared about them genuinely because I do care about people um and I think like I want my friends to do that for me and they do the friends that I hold and keep close do that for me um and I kind of just want to switch gears because I I really feel like I am so fortunate that I have an amazing friend base uh, both friends near and far 
Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about how I nurture long distance friendships, because I feel like when people are closer to you, it's not always easier. Um, but to some extent it is because if you're close in proximity or circumstance, rather, maybe you go to school together, maybe you work together, um, maybe they're your neighbor, maybe, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever. You're in the same club, hobby, whatever, you know, those friends are going to be there kind of because of the circumstance, right? Like, you know that you have something in common that keeps you coming back to each other. And even if you don't talk for a while, there's probably an excuse to see each other at some point. Um, and those friendships are really are great because they give you someone to talk about the things in your life with and to lament about, to celebrate about. You know, especially like work friends, I think like, you know, when you're in the trenches, you want people there by your side. So those friends, I'm not discounting them. They're amazing. I have several of them and I have a lot of them that were by circumstance that have turned into like friends for life that no matter what, I will always love and be there for. And I am so, so freaking thankful for those people. Um, And then I, I really want to talk about the the people who are no longer there by circumstance, but also aren't even close geographically. Um, And I would say long distance friendships are some of the most rewarding and I don't want to say difficult, but just they take a different kind of effort to sustain them. And they take a really secure group of people or a severe partnership of, you know, severe friendship or a like just confident group of people who really know who they are, group of uh, our partnership who knows who they are. Um, and I just want to shout out a couple of my long distance friends. They are amazing. I feel really fortunate because we were, we met in high school, we stayed good friends through high school and we kind of went our separate ways to somewhat, to some degree when we graduated high school. I went up to Northern Arizona University one of them stayed in like the Valley, Arizona, and one of them went um, across the country. And to be honest, I didn't really know at that point. I mean, I didn't think that we wouldn't be friends, but I just didn't know what that looked like. And I think we were all so excited to kind of go on our separate journeys that we knew that we cared about each other and loved each other. and That wasn't going to change. But, but I don't think any of us knew kind of to the extent of what this friendship would become. And I think it was just that we all were really supportive of our own journey, of taking our own journey. And when I knew that, you know, either when they came home for summer or for home home for Christmas, that even if we hadn't talked for a month or even longer, that I was going to see them. And that was a point, like I made a point and they made a point to make that happen. And I think with long distance friendships, especially, you have to make a point to see each other. It doesn't matter if it's a year, if it's once a year, it doesn't matter I mean, of course, it's not fun if it's more than a year, but even every other year, like, if you're not seeing each other, it is really hard to maintain a friendship, at at least at some point. It's not like you have to see each other every day, but I would say the one thing that's really kept us, like, close-knit as a group of friends is the fact that we plan trips to go visit each other. We're there for special occasions, for weddings, for graduations. Like, we are there for each other when bad things happen. We will call each other. We will FaceTime each other. And I think you really have to make seeing them or being there for them a huge priority for you. Now, when I say that you make that a huge priority, it might mean that talking to them on a daily basis falls by the wayside. And that's why I say you really need a secure 
group of people. Because if you have people who are really insecure and who feel like, oh, if we don't talk for a couple days, or if you don't respond to my text in five minutes that you hate me or you're mad at me or we are not friends, your long distance friendship probably won't work out that well. (laughs) And you probably won't have much of a connection in between maybe when you do happen to see each other, whether it's a reunion, like a high school reunion or a family reunion or whether it's I'm going back, you know, because my cousin's getting married and I'm going to be in my hometown and, and that's where they live or I'm going to be in their town. And you might still see them, but you're not you're not establishing that long-term close connection. Um, and I'm really proud of the friends that I have that are long distance that we do this. You know, we really invest in each other and we support each other and we love each other and we root for each other. <laughs> we like each other's fo- posts on Instagram and TikTok and we hype each other up and we send each other our victories. We talk about our bad times and our bad days and the things that are bothering us. We talk about, you know, our relationships, whether it's with a partner or someone that we're, you know, dating or obviously not me now, but, you know, someone that we were dating. And I think it's one of the most beautiful things to know that there is nothing that's forcing us to continue this friendship. Nothing. There's nothing except the, the love that we have for each other in our hearts. And, like, that to me is worth more than anything. Like, I would truly put my life on the line if it meant, like, if it could save or protect one of these people. And, like, I really feel that way about all my friends. But I just think it's especially telling when there's really nothing that's tying you together. No proximity no no circumstance no nothing it, it's really truly just because you love each other it's that unconditional kind of love that you know that no matter what you're always going to be there for each other and I'm so thankful to have them and I'm so thankful to have other friends that like I said if our circumstance you know if we're not working together anymore we've still stayed friends if we're not living near each other anymore like you know being neighbors we're still friends and I'm so glad that those friendships have blossomed into just really wonderful, powerful, meaningful um, forces in my life um, and really have just enhanced my life so, so much. Um, So kind of shifting gears again from the friendships that I currently have and what I think, you know, you need in a friendship and long distance friendships, I think the hardest part for me now that I've settled into you know my second half of my 20s uh, I'll be 27 this year and I feel like I've really settled into who I want to be as a person Um, and now that I'm here it's like we always joke oh at 25 your you know brain is fully developed well okay that means my brain's been fully developed for you know a little over a year and a half now what does that look like for me and who I am now? Because I'm not the same person I was five years ago. I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago, definitely, at 16. You know, I'm not the same person I was in middle school. I'm not even the same person as I really was last year. So now that I'm here, my brain fully developed, I'm married, I'm really established in my career, I'm in year four, I've graduated school, I, you know, have a lot of these wonderful things that I've always wanted and now I have to see what I want when I make new friends what I'm looking for in friendship moving forward because to me of course I love my friends that live near and far 
But everyone has such busy lives. Everyone has full lives that sometimes it's hard to get together with your friends regularly. Um, And I've kind of come to the conclusion that while I have so many amazing friends that I love to be around, I also don't always have a ton of friends that are interested in the same types of hobbies that I am on a day-to-day basis. Um, And since I don't work in an office anymore and I work completely remote, I don't feel like I always have that ability to just connect with people on the day-to-day. I'm really fortunate I work with my husband at home, so I can obviously get to talk to him. My mom also works remote, so I get to hang out with her. Like, I'm very fortunate that I have these connections where I can, and I can text people, of course. I can call people, we can FaceTime, whatnot. I can see their stuff on social media, but like, I want, I, I sometimes want that connection where I can just say, hey, do you wanna go on a walk this morning? Or, hey, let's play pickleball later. Or, hey, let's go on a hike. Let's go, you know, kayaking. Like, some of those more adventurous things that, you know, I just don't always get to do because the friends that I do have, although a lot of them are very adventurous, they either don't have the same schedule as me or, you know, they it might not just be something that they're super into. And that's totally fine. Everyone has their own interests. I mean, I can think of my husband who... You know, there's a lot of things that we like to do together and that we just like in general that are the same, but he's not a horseback rider. He's not going to be one. He doesn't have any interest in that. He's not going to want to talk about it. And that's no shade to him at all. I, I There's things he does that I don't really want to talk about. And I totally 100% respect that. But for me, I feel like I want friends that I can engage with with those specific things. Um, it's not like I can only be friends with people who want to do those things. It just means that I'm really focused on finding friends that do like to do those things. Um, and so I just wanted to share something that I have done recently and a couple of different ways that you can find and meet new friends who are interested in things that you like to do and maybe are on your schedule. Um, number one for me personally has been posting on a local um like girlfriends or friends page on Facebook which sounds like I'm you know am a hundred years old when I say that obviously like I'm not even really a big Facebook user to be honest but I found a local page of people that live close to my area like really close to me and they most of them are either transplants like they've moved from other states or maybe they're just new to like this general um, town and or maybe they've lived here for a long time and they're just looking for friends they're looking for that connection Um, which I like just love the idea of because I love being able to meet new people and I'm always down to meet someone who is fun and wants to have a good time and again likes to do the same things that I like to do and so I made a post and I was so fortunate I got really really like sweet kind nice responses and my only recommendation if you want to do something like that and really put yourself out there is make sure you're really clear about what you're looking for I posted on there you know I said my general age I said um, you know that I am married that I live with like kind of the general area of where I live within our town just to give people kind of a baseline starting point of like okay if you live close to me great like you know that's even even more convenient um and I just gave like a list of the hobbies that I want to either maintain or dive into I also kind of explains like for me personally I'm not interested in having kids right away kid you know friends who have kids it's 
absolutely no shade to them. I still love my friends that obviously have had kids, um, and I have lots of friends without kids, but I felt like moving forward and meeting new friends, I, I wanted people that were able to kind of have a little bit more freedom with what they could do, and I know that kids just, obviously and rightly so, they deserve so much time and attention that I didn't want to... I just didn't want to like have to take that away from someone either. Um, so I didn't make that like a requirement, but I just kind of clarified like I don't have kids and, you know, it's not a requirement that you don't. But also, you know, I am looking for someone who can be a little bit more consistent and not necessarily have to worry about that level of commitment at all times. Um, so I was just very, very clear about what I wanted in friendship and what I wanted in a friend and what I was looking for and the times that I was available to hang out for the most part, like my general schedule, um, that I worked from home, kind of what I did just generally, like my general title. I didn't like say what I worked, where I worked. I kept it specific, but vague so that people could get an idea of who I am as a person, but not necessarily know everything about me either. Because of course, at the end of the day, we are strangers. So I, um, I posted that and I was so surprised. I got so many nice sweet responses from people really just truly looking for connection and I love that because I feel like after COVID we all just kind of I feel like at least in my like my perspective that we all just sort of sank into ourselves and sank into our lives and maybe that's not true for other people but for me especially I got really comfortable with where I was at I didn't have to meet new people I didn't have to try new things I could just be closer to home and you know hang out with my family hang out with my husband maybe hang out with a few friends that you know that do live locally or were available to hang out but really like I kind of like I said I kind of just melted into myself more and I think at least from my experience with posting on this Facebook group that there were a lot of people who did the same and especially people who moved either during COVID or within the last you know little bit um, that they really just wanted connection, that they wanted that opportunity to meet people and to explore their their town and their city and their area um, and to do fun things. And that was so freaking cool and rewarding. And it really got me out of my comfort zone. <laughs> um, I remember when I was meeting the first person um, that I had set up a time to meet with, uh, we just went out to dinner. And I remember telling Ty before I went, I was like, I'm kind of nervous. I feel like I'm going on like a a date but like a friend date obviously like I'm not you know I'm not dating these people but like I felt like I was going on a date um like a, a friend date and it was so strange because I was I had not had to really make a new friend that wasn't brought to me like wasn't somebody's mutual friend or wasn't someone at work or whatever you know I hadn't had to make a new friend in so long like probably four years or so like besides when I first started my job uh, and even then, I feel like that's kind of people being brought to me. But I think that for me, personally, like, it was so good for me. It was so good to just get me out of my shell and get me talking about what I like and get me excited about life and get me um, into new things. I'm so excited. Tomorrow, I am um, starting up pickleball, which... I had played a lot last year. I really loved it, but I didn't have, like, a group. It was kind of more of a family thing. Um, and I just don't really know a ton of people locally that want to play. If anyone's listening and does want to play, please, like, you know, send me a message and let's play. But I just didn't really know anyone that wanted to play. And so I felt like I 
like, again, that was kind of one of the hobbies where I was like, I'd love it if anyone wants to play pickleball. Like, let's do it. And so one of the girls, she's super sweet, was like, hey, I'm thinking of starting a pickleball um, team back up. I would love it if you were in it. Like, let's, you know, let's do it. We'll do it on Thursday mornings. And I'm like, okay, that's amazing. Like, let's do it. So I'm doing pickleball tomorrow for the first time in a long time. And I'm super excited. I got a new pickleball. Um, I guess it's a racket. I don't know. Pickleball paddle. That's really what it is. Not a racket. A racket's like tennis or um racquetball but yeah new pickleball paddle I'm gonna you know get all my workout gear on probably have to stretch <laughs> but I'm really excited to just start playing pickleball again and get into some of those activities that I just wasn't engaging in because I didn't I didn't really know anyone else who wanted to do it or I just I guess I could have asked but I just did I wasn't sure and with people's schedules and you know all those things so really all of that to say I think friendship is really complicated, and I think friendship, well, I actually take that back. I think friendship can be complicated, but those aren't the kind of friends that you want to have. Um, and I think that the friendship that I've seen in the last couple of weeks, really, like, I've seen all of the spectrum. I've seen a friend who really does not give a shit about me. I've seen friends who go above and beyond to make me feel supported in really hard times and really good times. I've seen friends who, even though it's not convenient, still make time in their day for me and make time in their life for me. Friends who continue to reach out, even when I'm not always the best texter, I will always answer a phone call, though, or a FaceTime. I usually will always answer that. I'm really not great with texts. All my friends are warned of this, that I am the worst texter. I totally admit it. It's like a three to five business day situation. Um, but I will always answer a phone call <laughs> and I think that like I you know I understand that no friends are perfect no no friend that you ever have is going to be everything that you want all at once which is why I think it's so important like as humans we're not meant to only have one friend like we're not meant to only have our partner as our friend like I really truly believe that with everything in my being like if your partner is your only friend Put yourself out there, truly. And I'm not trying to sound preachy or holier than thou. I'm just truly saying, like, I've been in that position where I gave up all of my friends, and this was a long, long, long time ago, like, still in high school. But I gave up my friends to be with a guy because that's what I thought it. I thought I needed at the time. Um, and I was really, really – I learned my lesson quick that that wasn't it. And also, I feel like you have to be able to do things with your friends without your partner. Or just do things on your own without your partner in general. Even if you don't have a big friend group yet, like, go do something by yourself without your partner. Like, learn to not necessarily have to depend on your partner to be with you in every social situation um, or to be your only source of social interaction. Like, you, we all need more than just our partner. We need more than just one friend. Like, we need more than just one coworker we like. Like, we, we're humans. We're meant to have a community around us. There's a reason there's the saying, it takes a village. I truly believe that it takes a village to really learn who you are and grow and be challenged. I think about all the people who are honest with me and who aren't afraid to just say, hey, like, I love you and I would do anything for you. But also, I don't necessarily think that your choices right now are the best. Like, people who can really level with you and be straight and be authentic, like, those are my favorite, those are my favorite kind of people in the world. And I'm just really, really thankful um, that I have so many amazing friends and I'm thankful that I have an amazing partner 
that is really supportive of me having outside friends um even friends that he might not know like he's been nothing but supportive about me meeting people off the internet which is kind of strange like I totally get that (laughs) it's kind of like when I first thought about it I'm like is this totally weird like it's kind of weird but also like they're part of the same group I'm at or group I'm in it's not really different than like the people on your video games that you meet that live locally like you become friends with so I don't know It, it definitely is weird but I really want to encourage people to use like this hopefully this suggestion like if it's something that sounds like it would work for you or sounds like something you'd be open to use social media for good right like use and even if it's not like a post on a facebook group okay dm someone local that you think is really cool like maybe send them a message and be like hey not sure if you're looking for friends but like i'd love to hang out or grab a coffee or maybe reach out to an old friend or an old acquaintance that maybe you just didn't get to know very well because to be honest that's happened to me where I thought I knew people from high school and I met them again as adults and they're like amazing amazing people that I truly cherish in my life and that I had no idea that I would have so much in common with now because I felt like maybe we didn't when we were younger um so really I guess just being open to friendship being open to love being open to being a good friend I think that's just as important (laughs) because and, and also knowing where you can improve and not being afraid to hear that, con- you know, constructive criticism. Because at the end of the day, like, the first story I told you, yes, I am really upset about that. I am upset how that went down. And to be honest, like, I will also examine, you know, if she really felt that way, if she felt like she couldn't come talk to me, like, I don't think that my other friends feel that way. I, don't, I hope they don't feel that way. But also that just shows me that I I don't ever want to let that happen with another friend. Like, I hope that if they truly just don't think that we should be friends anymore, that they can just come to me and say, hey, I think we're growing in different directions, and I love you. I'll always have love in my heart for you, but I'm going to take, take a step back. And, you know, maybe in a little while we can reassess where we're at and see how we're doing. And, you know, maybe at that point we'll decide to be friends again. And to me, that's such a better route than just completely ghosting someone like please don't do that like it's one thing to do that to a shitty guy but like please don't do that to your friends your best friends of 14 years like please please don't do that like it's just not cool (laughs) so but to, to end off I again just really want to give a shout out to all the amazing amazing solid friends that I have in my life I'm so lucky to have you smart incredible talented powerful inspiring women that work their ass off every freaking day with whatever it is that they do both their careers their side hustles in their homes with their partners with their families um with their animals with their other friends like i am truly so inspired by the amazing lovely women in my life um and i yeah i wouldn't be who i am without you and i'm so glad that i've kind of narrowed in who I am enough to figure out, like, this is what I want from our friendship, and this is the friend I want to be, um, and I know that that will only just continue to serve me as I go throughout, you know, my relationship, because, of course, things can always change, um, but yeah, so on that note, I'm going to end with the lovely, wonderful people in my life, and say thank you for listening, I hope you have a great rest of your week, um, or start of your week, whenever you're listening to this, and I can't wait to dig in next time and just talk a little bit more about life because you know life's like that so (laughs) alrighty peace out everybody